we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier.
devil He tried to get my soul But I'll never settle I walk this lonely road From the birth to ghettos I'll take the gift bestowed A return of vessel I am the one they chose Yeah, yeah, yeah Good morning, friends. Oh, I need to turn that external speaker down. Turn the other one on. I'm a little discombobulated this morning. How's everyone doing? I did not want to get out of bed, I'll tell you, because it's a mixed day off. Kids are out of school for fall break, whatever the fuck that is. And uh, yeah, I set an alarm this morning. Mixed like, why would you set an alarm today for 730? Well, I got a show to do. I'm going to go read the Bible. So here I am, barely. And Edouard is calling for 417 hertz today. I like it. Let's see. What is this? Ooh. Undoing situations and facilitating change. That's just a pure tone. I don't think I can handle that for 30 minutes. Let's look for um, 417 music. Here we go. That should be better. Let go of mental blockages. Remove negative energy healing. Sounds good. Okay. Start with a prayer. And Liana, the answer to your question is, I mean, we're not not trying. So... Whatever happens, happens. It's in God's hands. This is everything else if we just put it there. So. Uh, uh, Liana is going to do meme music this morning. And then we're watching Eagle Eye and Red Dawn. I am so down for that today. The new Red Dawn or the old Red Dawn? Because that's kind of an important distinction. I don't know which one I like best, to be quite honest. I mean, the old one is obviously better, but whatever. Anyway, start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for another beautiful day. Thank you for allowing me to wake up this morning. Thank you for my amazing husband who even got out of bed with me, even though he didn't have to. And for my children, for my animals, my dogs are still yet patiently waiting for a walk because we slept in this morning. Thank you for all our listeners. Thank you for our friends that joined me in our Twitter space last night and asked a bunch of questions about electroculture. Thank you for the ability to be here to talk to all of y'all this morning. Thank you for life every day. Thank you for life. So, let's get into it. If y'all remember, yesterday we made it to the second book of Moses called Exodus. Right, we learned about Moses' birth, how the Pharaoh that had revered Joseph died and did not pass that reverence of the Hebrews on down to the next Pharaoh. 
and they turned them into slaves. And Moses left Egypt, and uh, and now he's returned to try and save his people. He saw the burning bush. God told him to go save his people. So here he is. Chapter 5 of the second book of Moses called Exodus. And afterward Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. And they said, The God of the Hebrews hath met with us. Let us go, we pray thee, three days' journey into the desert, and sacrifice unto the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. And the king of Egypt said unto them, Wherefore do ye, Moses and Aaron, let the people from their works get you onto your burdens? And Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land now are many, and ye make them rest from their burdens. And Pharaoh commanded the same day the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, Ye shall no more give the people straw to make brick, and heretofore let them go and gather straw for themselves. And the tale of the bricks, which they did make heretofore, ye shall lay upon them, ye shall not diminish aught thereof, for they be idle. Therefore they cry, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let their more work be laid upon the men, that they may labor therein, and let them not regard vain words. And the taskmasters of the people went out, and their officers, and they spake to the people, saying, Thus saith Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go ye, get ye straw where ye can find it. Ye not aught of your works shall be diminished. So the people were scattered abroad throughout the land of Egypt to gather stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters hastes them, saying, Fulfill your works, your daily tasks, as when there was straw. And the officers of the children of Israel, which Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten and demanded, Wherefore have ye not fulfilled your task in making brick both yesterday and today as heretofore? Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried unto Pharaoh, saying, Wherefore dealest thou thus with thy servants? There is no straw given unto thy servants, and they say to us, Make brick, and behold, thy servants are beaten, but the fault is in thine own people. But he said, Ye are idle, ye are idle, therefore ye say, Let us go and do sacrifice to the Lord. Go therefore now and work, for there shall be no straw be given you yet ye shall deliver the tale of bricks. <coughs> and the officers of the children of Israel did see that they were in evil case. After it was said, ye shall not minish aught from your bricks of your daily task. And they met Moses and Aaron who stood in the way as they came forth from Pharaoh. And they said unto them, The Lord look upon you and judge, because ye have made our savor to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servants, to put a sword in their hand to slay us. 
And Moses returned unto the Lord, and said, Lord, wherefore hast thou so evil entreated this people? Why is it that thou hast sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in thy name, he hath done evil to this people. Neither hast thou delivered thy people at all. Chapter 6 Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shall thou see what I will do to Pharaoh, for with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. And God spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name Jehovah was I not known to them. And I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians keep in bondage. And I have remembered my covenant. Wherefore, say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. And I will rid you out of their bondage. And I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with great judgments. And I will take you to me for a people. And I will be to you a God. And ye shall know that I am the Lord your God, which bringeth you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. And I will bring you in onto the land concerning the which I did swear to give it to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And I will give it to you for a heritage. I am the Lord. And Moses spake so unto the children of Israel. But they hearkened not unto Moses for anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Go in, speak unto Pharaoh king of Egypt, that he let the children of Israel go out of his land. And Moses spake before the Lord, saying, Behold, the children of Israel have not hearkened unto me. How then shall Pharaoh hear me, who am of uncircumcised lips? And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, and gave them a charge unto the children of Israel, and unto Pharaoh king of Egypt, to bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. These be the heads of their fathers' houses, the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, Hanok and Palu, Hezron and Carmi. These be the families of Reuben. And the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, and Jamin, and Ohad, and Jachin, and Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Cantonish woman. These are the families of Simeon. And these are the names of the sons of Levi, according to their generations, Gershon, and Kohath, and Merari. And the years of the life of Levi were 137 years, and the sons of Gershon Libni and Shimi, according to their families, and the sons of Kohath, and Amram, and Izar, and Hebron, and Uziel. And the years of the life of Kohath were 133 years. And the sons of Merari, Mahali, and Mushi, these are the families of Levi, according to their generations. And Amram took him, Jochebeb, his father's sister, to wife, and she bare him Aaron and Moses. And the years of the life of Amram were a hundred and thirty and seven years. And the sons of Izhar, Korah, and Nepheg, and Zikri, and the sons of Uziel, Mishael, and 
Elzaphan, and Zithri. And Aaron took him Elsheba, daughter of Amminadab, sister of Nashan, to wife. And she bare him Nabad, and Abihu, Elazar, and Ithamar. And the sons of Korah, Asir, and Elkanah, and Abisaph. These are the families of the Korites. And Elazar, Aaron's son, took him one of the daughters of Putiel to wife. And she bare him Phineas. And these are the heads of the fathers of the Levites, according to their families. These are that Aaron and Moses, to whom the Lord said, Bring out the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, according to their armies. These are they which spake to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring out the children of Israel from Egypt. These are that Moses and Aaron. And it came to pass on the day when the Lord spake unto Moses in the land of Egypt, that the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I am the Lord. Speak thou unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say unto thee. And Moses said before the Lord, Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips, and how shall Pharaoh hearken unto me? Chapter 7 And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh. And he sent the children of Israel out of his land, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth mine armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch forth my hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. And Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded them, so that did they. And Moses was fourscore years old, and Aaron fourscore and three years old, when they spake unto Pharaoh. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, When Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you, then thou shalt say unto Aaron, Take thy rod, and cast it before Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, now the magicians of Egypt. They also did in like manner with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods. And he hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had said. And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He refuseth to let the people go. Get thee unto Pharaoh in the morning. Lo, he goeth out unto the water. And thou shalt stand by the river's brink against he come. And the rod which was turned to a serpent shalt thou take in thine hand. And thou shalt say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath sent me unto thee, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. And behold, hitherto that wouldest not hear. Thus saith the Lord, In this thou shalt know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will smite with the rod that is in my hand upon the waters which are in the river, and they shall be turned to blood, and the fish that is in the river shall die, and the river shall stink, and the Egyptians shall loathe to drink of the water of the river. And the Lord spake unto Moses, 
say unto Aaron, Take thy rod, and stretch out thine hand upon the waters of Egypt, upon their streams, upon their rivers, and upon their ponds, and upon all their pools of water, that they may become blood, and that there may be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. And Moses and Aaron did so, as the Lord commanded. And he lifted up the rod and smote the waters that were in the river, in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned to blood. And the fish that was in the river died, and the river stank. And the Egyptians could not drink of the water of the river. And there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. And the magicians of Egypt did so with their enchantments, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Neither did he hearken unto them as the Lord had said. And Pharaoh turned and went into his house, neither did he set his heart to this also. And all the Egyptians digged round about the river for water to drink, for they could not drink of the water of the river. And seven days were fulfilled after that the Lord had smitten the river. Chapter 8. And the Lord spake unto Moses, Go unto Pharaoh, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. And if thou refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite all thy borders with frogs. And the river shall bring forth frogs abundantly, which shall go and come up into thine house, and into thy bedchamber, and upon thy bed, and into the house of thy servants, and upon thy people and into thine ovens, and in thy kneading troughs. And the frogs shall come up both on thee, and upon thy people, and upon all thy servants. And the Lord spake unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Stretch forth thine hand with thy rod over the streams, over the rivers, and over the ponds, and cause frogs to come upon the land of Egypt. And Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their enchantments and brought up frogs upon the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go, that they may do sacrifice unto the Lord. And Moses said unto Pharaoh, Glory over me. When shall I entreat for thee and for thy servants and for thy people to destroy the frogs from thee and thy houses, so that they remain in the river only? And he said, Tomorrow. And he said, Be it according to thy word, that thou mayest know that there is none like unto the Lord our God. And the frog shall depart from thee, and from thy houses, and from thy servants, and from thy people. They shall remain in the river only. And Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh. And Moses cried unto the Lord because of the frogs which he had brought against Pharaoh. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses. And the frogs died out of the houses, out of the villages, and out of the fields. And they gathered them together upon heaps, and the land stank. But when Pharaoh saw that there was respite, he hardened his heart, and hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had said. But the Lord said unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Stretch out thy rod, and smite the dust of the land, that it may become lice throughout all the land of Egypt. And they did so, for Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and smote the dust of the earth, and it became lice in man and in beast. And all the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. 
And the magicians did so with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. So there were lice upon man and upon beast. Then the magician said unto Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had said. And the Lord said unto Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. Lo, he cometh forth to the water, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Else, if thou wilt not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies upon thee, and upon thy servants, and upon thy people, and into thy houses, and the houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies, and also the ground whereon they are. And I will sever in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there. To the end, thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth, and I will put a division between my people and thy people. Tomorrow the sign shall be. And the Lord did so, and there came a grievous swarm of flies into the house of Pharaoh, and into his servants' houses, and into all the land of Egypt. And the land was corrupted by reason of the swarm of flies. And Pharaoh called for Moses and for Aaron, and said, Go ye, sacrifice to your God in the land. And Moses said, It is not meet so to do, for we shall sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. Lo, shall we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes? And will they not stone us? We will go three days' journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God, as he shall command us. And Pharaoh said, I will let you go, that ye may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only ye shall not go very far away. Entreat for me. And Moses said, Behold, I go out from thee, and will entreat to the Lord that the swarms of flies may depart from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people tomorrow. But let not Pharaoh deal deceitfully any more in not letting the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. And Moses went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses. And he removed the swarms of flies from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people. There remained not one. And Pharaoh hardened his heart at this time. Neither would he let the people go. So... Hmm. My rooster's been crying for a hot minute now, Wakes. I can hear him outside. So, I guess we will learn more about Moses' exodus from Egypt on Monday. And we'll come back with the good book. Today is Friday, isn't it? Yes, it must be, because Mick is off. Okay. And I have to go walk the dogs and let the chickens out and water the gardens and make antennas. So, God, please give me the strength and energy to get everything done today that I need to get done today. Including hang out with my husband for a bit. Maybe even the children, too. We'll see. We'll be back tonight at 5.45 for the pre-show for the Patriot Party Podcast, 6 p.m. for the start of the show. Freedom Gardens tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. You can see everything that's growing, see how we make antennas, all kinds of good stuff. And, of course, you can go check out electrofreedom.com. 
keep me busy. I appreciate y'all. Stop this. There we go. Y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. Go check out Liana next. Starting here in about three minutes, the Liana Wilbert show on pilled.net and rumble meme music and movie Friday. Fun times. Thanks for watching y'all. Have a great day. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? It's Monday. Yay. Oh, and I was almost late because uh, I did not set up the show before I took the dogs for a walk and they decided to go raccoon chasing Oh, echo. for the very first time because we were halfway through our walk at the end of the causeway and we all saw each other at the same time. I saw this maybe six month old raccoon, baby raccoon. I mean, not baby, baby, but like just out on its own kind of a raccoon. And it saw me and I felt the dogs saw it and it saw the dogs and all hell broke loose. That was it. Seamus took off. Annie took off. Mind you, y'all don't know. Seamus is 200 pounds of solid muscle wolfhound. And Annie is 75 pounds of solid muscle Irish setter. And I'm 130 pounds soaking wet. I did manage to hang on for dear life. And, uh, they pulled me into the woods off my feet. It's okay. I got up pretty quick. And they actually caught the raccoon before it went up the closest tree at the base of their raccoon. And then they didn't know what the hell to do with it. And so I started hauling them back out of the woods because they came to a dead stop when said raccoon was cornered at the tree. And I start hauling on them and I pull them out of the woods as I get back up on my feet kind of use the leverage of pulling them out of the woods to get back up on my feet. And they come out. Annie's got the raccoon on her tail, hanging on for dear life, terrified. And I'm like, holy shit. So I, I kick it. I don't know what the hell else to do, right? It's literally hanging on to her tail. Last thing I can only imagine that. Anyway, so I kick it and it's like, what the hell did you do that for? And it scampers away, which of course, then the dogs want to go chase it again. I'm screaming, no, no, Seamus, no. The raccoon jumps into the water and then looks at me with the most pathetic, soulful eyes like, why can't you control your dogs? I'm sorry, raccoon. <laughs> that was how my morning started. Actually, my morning started cold. It was 40 something degrees this morning here. We live in Savannah, y'all. It's not supposed to be like that. Anyway, but I'm all warmed up now because, man, my adrenaline was pumping. Mm, yeah, got my blood pumping. So let's start off with a little prayer. Dear God, thank you for my animals, even as idiotic and brain dead as they are sometimes. <sighs> oh... Thank you for giving me the strength and energy to deal with everything that I have to do today. Thank you for getting it done so that I can go help my mom tomorrow. And please take care of my child who is sick, probably from making out with that girl. And for my little one, 
Please give him the motivation to help me today too. I sure could use it. Thank you, God, for my amazing husband and my family and my friends and everybody listening. Thank you for a beautiful day. And thank you for life every day. Thank you for life. And please watch over all those people that are currently in conflict, in war, facing your wrath. And I know we have new listeners in here. So I just want to reiterate, if you haven't seen the episode where I talked about this before, you'll very rarely hear me say amen at the end of a prayer because I don't like to end a prayer. I don't like to feel like I'm, I've finished talking to God for the day. If it's a part of a prayer, then I'll say it. Absolutely. But my own prayer, I don't generally say amen at the end because it's not over. I talk to God all day. Everything I say, every time I breathe, I'm talking to God. So just so y'all know, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm actually just keeping an open line of conversation. Put it that way. So if y'all remember, last week, Moses was trying to get his people out of Egypt. They kind of didn't really want to go. Pharaoh didn't want to let him go. Hadn't gotten bad enough yet. So today is plagues and punishments. I think it's going to get bad. The second book of Moses called Exodus, chapter 9. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh and tell him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me. For if thou refuse to let them go, and wilt hold them still, behold, the hand of the Lord is upon thy cattle which is in the field, upon the horses, upon the asses, upon the camels, upon the oxen, and upon the sheep. There shall be a very grievous moraine, and the Lord shall sever between the cattle of Israel and the cattle of Egypt, and there shall nothing die of all that is the children of Israel. And the Lord appointed a set time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. And the Lord did that thing on the morrow, and all the cattle of Egypt died, but of the cattle of the children of Israel died not one. And Pharaoh sent, and behold, there was not one of the cattle of the Israelites dead. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people go. And the Lord said unto Moses and unto Aaron, Take to you handfuls of ashes of the furnace, and let Moses sprinkle it toward the heaven in the sight of Pharaoh. And it shall become small dust in all the land of Egypt, and shall be a boil breaking forth with blains upon man and upon beast throughout all the land of Egypt. And they took ashes of the furnace and stood before Pharaoh. And Moses sprinkled it up toward heaven, and it became a boil breaking forth with blains upon man and upon beast. And the magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils, for the boil was upon the magicians and upon all the Egyptians. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he hearkened not unto them, as the Lord had spoken unto Moses. And the Lord said unto Moses, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say unto him, 
Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. For I will at this time send all my plagues upon thine heart and upon thy servants and upon thy people that thou mayest know that there is none like me in all the earth. For now I will stretch out my hand that I might smite thee and thy people with pestilence and thou shalt be cut off from the earth. And in very deed for this, because I have raised thee up for to show thee in my power and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. As yet exaltest thou thyself against my people, that thou will not let them go. Behold, tomorrow, about this time, I will cause it to rain a very grievous hail, such as hath not been in Egypt since the foundation thereof, even until now. Send therefore now, and gather thy cattle, and all that thou hast in the field, for upon every man and beast which shall be found in the field and shall not be brought home, the hail shall come down upon them, and they shall die. He that feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh made his servants and his cattle flee into the houses. And he that regarded not the word of the Lord left his servants and his cattle in the field. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch forth thine hand toward heaven, that there may be hail in all the land of Egypt, upon man and upon beast, and upon every herb of the field throughout the land of Egypt. And Moses stretched forth his rod toward heaven. And the Lord sent thunder and hail and fire ran along upon the ground. And the Lord rained hail upon the land of Egypt. So there was hail and fire mingled with the hail, very grievous, such as there were none like it in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. And the hail smote throughout all the land of Egypt that was in the field, both man and beast. And the hail smote every herb of the field and ev break every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was there no hail. And Pharaoh sent and called for Moses and Aaron and said unto them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is righteous. And I and my people are wicked. Entreat the Lord, for it is enough that there be no more mighty thunderings and hail. And I will let you go, and ye shall stay no longer. And Moses said unto him, As soon as I am gone out of the city, I will spread abroad my hands unto the Lord, and the thunder shall cease. Neither shall there be any more hail, that thou mayest know how that the earth is the Lord's. But as for thee and thy servants, I know that ye will not yet fear the Lord God. And the flax and the barley was smitten, for the barley was in the ear, and the flax was bold. But the wheat and the rye were not smitten, for they were not grown up. And Moses went out of the city from Pharaoh and spread abroad his hands unto the Lord, and the thunders and hail ceased, and the rain was not poured upon the earth. And when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and thunders were ceased, he sinned yet more and hardened his heart, he and his servants. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, neither would he let the children of Israel go, as the Lord had spoken by Moses. I just realized that I forgot to start the music. Hmm. Oh, well, we'll do it tomorrow. Chapter 10. And the Lord said unto Moses, go in unto Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I might show these my signs before him, and that thou mayest tell in the ears of thy son and of thy son's son what things I have wrought in Egypt. And my signs, which I have done among them, that ye may know how that I am the Lord. 
And Moses and Aaron came in unto Pharaoh and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long wilt thou refuse to humble thyself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me. Else, if thou refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring the locusts into the coast, and they shall cover the face of the earth, and one cannot be able to see the earth, and that they shall eat the residue of that which is escaped, which remaineth unto you from the hail, and shall eat every tree which groweth for you out of the field. And they shall fill thy houses and the houses of all thy servants and the houses of all the Egyptians, which neither thy fathers nor thy father's fathers have seen since the day that they were upon the earth unto this day. And he turned himself and went out from Pharaoh. And Pharaoh's servants said unto him, How long shall this man be a snare unto us? Let the men go that they may serve the Lord their God. Knowest thou not yet that Egypt is destroyed? And Moses and Aaron were brought again unto Pharaoh. And he said unto them, Go, serve the Lord your God. But who are they that shall go? And Moses said, We will go with our young and with our old, with our sons and with our daughters, and with our flocks and with our herds, we will go. For we must hold a feast unto the Lord. And he said unto them, Let the Lord be so with you, as I will let you go, and your little ones. Look to it, for evil is before you. Not so. Go now, ye that are men, and serve the Lord, for that ye did desire. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, that they may come up upon the land of Egypt, and eat every herb of the land, and even all that the hail hath left. And Moses stretched forth his rod over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind upon the land all that day and all that night. And when it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. And the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and rested in all the coasts of Egypt. Very grievous were they. Before them there were no such locusts as they, neither after them shall be such. For they covered the face of the whole earth, so that the land was darkened. And they did eat every herb of the land, and all the fruit of all the trees, which had the hail had left. And there remained not any green thing in the trees or in the herbs of the field throughout all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste, and he said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now therefore forgive, I pray thee, my sin only this once, and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me this death only. And he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind, which took away the locusts and cast them into the Red Sea. There remained not one locust in all the coasts of Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go, ye serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your herds be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. 
our cattle shall also go with us. There shall not be an hoof left behind, for thereof must we take to serve the Lord our God. And we know not with what we must serve the Lord until we come thither. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. And Pharaoh said unto him, Get thee from me, take heed to thyself, see my face no more. For in that day thou seest my face, thou shalt die. And Moses said, Thou hast spoken well, I will see thy face again no more. Chapter 11. And the Lord said unto Moses, Yet I will bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go hence. When he shall let you go, he shall surely thrust you out hence altogether. Speak now in the ears of the people, and let every man borrow of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor jewels of silver and jewels of gold. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants, and in the sight of the people. And Moses said, Thus saith the Lord, About midnight will I go out into the midst of Egypt. And all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon his throne, even unto the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborns of beasts. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it any more. But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue, against man or beast, that ye may know how the Lord doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. And all these thy servants shall come down unto me, and bow down themselves unto me, saying, Get thee out, and all the people that follow thee. And after that I will go out. And he went out from Pharaoh in a great anger. And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. And Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, and the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go out of his land. I think we're going to finish up there for the day because the next chapter is significantly long and will put us way over. Think about that. <coughs> Very interesting. Why did the Lord harden Pharaoh's heart? Why didn't he just let his people go in the first place? The blame was not Pharaoh's. The Lord took that blame upon himself. Why? Hmm. Anyway. I hope everybody has a wonderful, blessed day. And good morning, Ben. I'm sorry you're late too. You can catch the replay. I did put the first, the good book, the intro, the first of uh, these out on the Substack this morning and scheduled the next one for tomorrow morning. So if you guys missed that, um, you can go and subscribe to archangelsamonguss.substack.com over there. It is all free and um, the episodes will be up there. So I'll put one out every morning starting from the beginning. So go check that out. And what else? Yeah. That's it for me today. I have a lot to do. Lots of antennas to make. Orders to finish up. 
for electrofreedom.com and an interview to do this afternoon. And then I get to go to my mom's tomorrow. And of course I have a sick child, but it's the teenager. So he'll be okay. And I have to go let the chickens out because the rooster's carrying on something fierce right now. I can hear him. So y'all have an absolutely wonderful day. Liana is coming up next at 9.05, the Liana Wilbert Show on both Rumble and Pilled.net. And then we will be back this evening, Mick and I, for the Patriot Party Podcast at 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. And that is it for me this morning. Y'all have a wonderful, blessed day. And we'll see you this evening. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? I tell you, I'm dragging a little bit. I have yet to walk the dogs because I'm a little tired. It's okay, though. I've been running full tilt for a hot minute now, and that's not going to end anytime soon. But God keeps giving me the strength and energy to get through every day. Before we get started, though, I have something I need to share with you guys. I had a visit last night. Not unusual. As I was perusing social media, looking at some of the horrific videos of what's going on in the Middle East right now, on both sides, and he said to me, this is not a holy war. This is not a religious war. God wins. This is a war for humanity. Everyone's actions now, right now, in regards to this, will set the path for the future. God knows what's happened what's going to happen and understand that of all of the creatures, beings that God created, we are the only ones that he granted free will. We have the will to follow him or not. It's better if you follow him. But you don't have to. Of all the creatures, we are the only ones that don't have to follow God. And the angels don't understand that. They can't comprehend it on a visceral level. They understand it because they understand free will and they're a little jealous of it. But they have to follow God. They are made to follow God. Everything they do is for God, at God's behest, at God's will. That's not true of us. We can do what we want. And that's not always for the good. These days, it's not for the good at all. So we all have a choice to make. You have a choice. To use your discernment your brain, your free thinking ability, your free will to very carefully judge what's going on. 
Look at everything. God knows what's in your heart. Do you? Have you let emotion overcome you? Have you let the media direct your path? Or have you listened to God? Do you let God direct your path? It's not necessarily the easier path, but it is the better one. So, start with a prayer. Thank you, God, for my amazing husband who figured out the shipping issue on our website so that we can start shipping things again. People can, can start ordering things again. Thank you. Thank you for my animals who are so patiently waiting for their walk and to be let out of their enclosure. Thank you for my children who are also struggling to understand the difference between faith and religion. As our house used to be full of religion and lacking in faith, and now it's been turned on that upside down. So now we've divested of religion and we're full of faith. Thank you, God, for the ability to be able to do that. And I pray kindly help our children overcome their confusion and enable them to do the same. Thank you for the strength and energy to get everything that I need to do today done. Thank you for life every day. Thank you for life. It's a beautiful day out there. We're going to make it a great one, as our friend Woodtick Mike says. Great days don't happen. You have to make them. So if you remember yesterday, Moses finally, it got bad enough that Pharaoh let the people go and then chased them through the Red Sea. And the people literally told Moses, we would rather live on our knees than die on our feet. That is the opposite of what we think now. Where is it? That's what they told Moses. We would rather live on our knees than die on our feet. Moses said, nah, bear, let's go. To be free is more important. God wants us to be free. We need to follow God. So. Chapter 15, the second book of Moses called Exodus. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Oop, sorry, Edouard, before I get started. My bad. Let's start that music. I'm going to start over again. There we go. Okay. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. 
He is my God, and I will prepare him an habitation. My Father is God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also were drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom as a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And in the greatness of thine excellency, thou, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as a heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them, and they sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou stretchest out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. The people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold on the inhabitants of Palestina. Then the Duke of Edom shall be amazed, and the mighty men of Moab, trembling, shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Fear and dread shall fall upon them. By the greatness of thine arm, thy shall be as still as stone till thy people pass over, O Lord till the people pass over, which thou hast purchased. Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. And Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand. And all the women went after her with the timbrels and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute, an ordinance, and there he proved them and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of thy God, and wilt do that which is right in his sight, and wilt give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee.
And they came to Elim, where were twelve wells of water, and threescore and ten palm trees, and they encamped there by the waters. Chapter 16 And they took their journey from Elim, and all the congregation of the children of Israel came onto the wilderness of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai, on the fifteenth day of the month, of the second month after their departing out of the land of Egypt. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. And the children of Israel said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots, when we did eat bread to the full. For ye have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill the whole assembly with hunger. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day that I may prove them, whether they will walk in my law or no. And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. And Moses and Aaron said unto all the children of Israel, At even, then ye shall know that the Lord hath brought you out from the land of Egypt. And in the morning, then ye shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord. And what are we that ye murmur against us? And Moses said, This shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the full. For that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. And Moses spake unto Aaron, Say unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he hath heard your murmurings. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak unto them, saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass, that at even the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay round about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness, there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoarfrost on the ground. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna. For they wist not what it was. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded, Gather of it every man according to his eating, and Omer for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man for them which are in his tents. And the children of Israel did so, and gathered some more, some less. And when they did meet it out with an Omer, he that gathered much had nothing left over, and he that gathered little had no lack. They gathered every man according to his eating. And Moses said, Let no man leave of it till the morning, notwithstanding, they hearkened not unto Moses. But some of them left of it until the morning, and it bred worms and stank, and Moses was wroth with them. And they gathered it every morning, every man according to his eating. And when the sun waxed hot, it melted. And it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man. And all the rules of the congregation came 
and told Moses. And he said unto them, This is that which the Lord hath said, Tomorrow is the rest of the holy Sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye will bake today, and seed that ye will seed, and that which remaineth over, lay up for you to be kept until the morning. And they laid it up till the morning, as Moses bade, and it did not stink, neither was there any worm therein. And Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath unto the Lord. Today ye shall not find it in the field. Six days ye shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. And the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? See, for that the Lord hath given you the Sabbath, therefore he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place, let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day, and the house of Israel called the name thereof manna, and it was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. And Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord hath commandeth, fill an omer of it to be kept for your generations, that they may see the bread whereof I have fed you in the wilderness, when I brought you forth from the land of Egypt. And Moses said unto Aaron, Take a pot, and put an omer full of manna therein, and lay it up before the Lord, to be kept for your generations. As the Lord commanded Moses, so Aaron laid it up before the testimony, to be kept. And the children of Israel did eat manna forty years, until they came to a land inhabited. They did eat manna, until they came onto the borders of the land of Canaan. Now an omer is the tenth part of an apath. Chapter 17 And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin after their journey, according to the commandment of the Lord, and pitched in Rephidium, and there was no water for the people to drink. Wherefore the people did chide with Moses and said, Give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, Why chide ye with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water. And the people murmured against Moses and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? And Moses cried unto the Lord, saying, What shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod, wherewith thou smotest the river, Take in thine hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and there shall smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah, because the chiding of the children of Israel, and because they tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Then came Amalek, and fought with Israel and Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. 
And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar, and called the name of it Jehovah Nissi, for he said, Because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. And that is it for today. So, and I believe Liana is off again today. That slacker. I'm just kidding. She's getting a massage today. And she refused to live stream it. So, I'll just have to go and check out Vince with morning coffee on Rumble or redpills.tv. This morning at 11.30. And then Mick and I will be back tonight for the Patriot Party podcast. At 5.45 for the start of the regular show, 6 p.m. Or sorry, for the start of the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. We do have a guest tonight, which I actually haven't even told Mick yet because I got a call from uh, an old friend of ours who's been on before after Mick went to bed last night. So, um our friend Daniel Diaz that wrote that book about PTSD. So he'll be coming on to chat with us tonight because I'm sick of war. Anyway, already, remember, this is not a holy war, people. This is not a religious war. This is not a war over God. God wants nothing to do with this, though it's been prophesied. And he already knows the outcome. Remember that God wins. Keep moving forward because there is no end. Just got to keep moving forward. So thank you all for watching. You guys have a wonderful day. And we will see you this evening. Until then, have a great one. We are both right now drinking our Cardi Miracle, which is, uh, and we both prefer it with a little bit more water. So. And I'm almost done with mine, but this was full. It was full. Um, and it's one scoop twice a day in distilled water. It is important to put it in distilled water. I put mine in spring water. Spring water will work too. Don't use I just not tap water. water. I it don't defeats the water. whole purpose. Really I like mine. And I, I actually, when I get about halfway through this, yeah, I add more, more water to it and I drink it all day. Um, it's, literally every vitamin and mineral that you need at even more than what the, you know, government recommends. Right. And your body just anyway. expels what you don't need. Your yeah. body will not absorb it. It's like, once it reaches the limit, you'll find that you go pee more. Right. Mm -hmm. What were your symptoms before? Oh, I was, I would get short of breath going from the kitchen to my bedroom. I was working from home eight hours a day and I, there were many, many days that I did not make it through 
a whole shift because I was dizzy, I was nauseous, I was shorter, like shorter breath to the point, which is what I think was causing my dizziness because I wasn't getting enough oxygen. I felt terrible, like almost all the time. And I went through that for about a year before mm -hmm. we started doing this cardio miracle in February. And it really has made a difference. And it's hey, every there. day. Seriously, start really, your day. What it is. It's like really, start your really day have with to. Cardio Miracle. Go to defiantmiracle.com. It's our affiliate link. Use promo code Defiant. If you sign up for the subscribe and save, then you get oh, that's so helpful. An additional to order it. Yeah, ten percent off, and then they just send it to you every month. All right. So uh, Cardio Miracle, get yes. yours today. Defiantmiracle.com. Promo code Defiant. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? Uh, it's a rainy day here in Georgia. I mean, like it's pouring rain, which means the dogs are crazy because they can't go outside. But it's okay. Oh, start with a little frequency. There we go. The frequency of the gods. Nine sixty three. Activate your pineal gland. Uh, Edward, could you wrap a tree in copper? Most definitely. I would suggest, however, digging down a little bit into, well, either digging down a little bit to the root system of the tree and starting up there or starting copper as like as far down into the ground as you can and piling compost or pine star or something up over it. So, cause you want that copper to go down into the ground. It's the point. You're grounding your ground, essentially grounding your garden. So I hope you guys are ready. We had a great conversation with our friend Daniel last night, and I think uh, I might have blown his mind a little bit. Um, some other people's as well. But I hope you guys are ready. Be prepared. As I was told last night, our worlds, our reality, and their reality, their realm, the, the spiritual world, whatever you want to call it, have been separated for a long time. And they are about to not be separate anymore and y'all are going to see things that you are not prepared for things that may shock you things that will terrify you things that may bless you things that your mind literally won't be able to comprehend because we've been trained not to be able to comprehend them hopefully i've in the past few years helped to break some of that training and help y'all open your minds so that you will be ready for what's coming because it's coming very, very soon, sooner than you can imagine. So just be ready. Don't be shocked. <clears throat> There is a way to separate your mind as it is. Soldiers do it in combat a lot. 
where you put aside where you put in a box where you bury in your brain the shocking part or the shock itself the emotion the the feelings the instinct that comes when you see something there is a way to train your brain to separate that so you can deal with what's in front of you without having to resort to emotion because our emotions may get us killed so if you don't know how to do that please learn really really fast Soon everyone will be judged. There's a reason I called this judgments today and it's not just because of what we're about to read. Although it's funny how what we've been reading seems to mirror what's been going on in the world because history repeats itself. Just be ready, be ready. You're so stupid. Oh, I'll start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for a rainy day that enables me to get stuff done in the house that I would normally put off to get stuff done outside to enjoy your beauty and your goodness. Not that there's not something to be said for enjoying some time in the rain. It has its own frequency and vibration and beauty it brings its own energy. But thank you for a rainy day for watering my plants as I've been sadly neglecting them. Thank you for a rush of customers last night to our new business. Thank you for helping people see how important it is to be self-sufficient, to grow your own food, to take care of yourself. Thank you for my animals so sweet and snuggly this morning fighting over who gets to snuggle more thank you for the chickens who are going to be very upset about the rain but they'll be able they'll get over it thank you for my amazing husband thank you for sending your messengers to me to give me warnings that I might share with all of you. Thank you for my children. Please protect them in what's to come. And thank you for life every single day. Thank you for life. There is no end. Keep moving forward. Remember, even when your body dies, your soul is eternal. But your actions while your body is alive determines in what realm your soul spends eternity. So, with that being said, The second book of Moses called Exodus. 
chapter 18. When Jethro, the priest of Midian, Moses' father-in-law, heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, and that the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt, then Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took Sephora, Moses' wife, after he had sent her back, and her two sons, of which the name of one was Gershom, for he said, I have been an alien in a strange land. And the name of the other was Eliezer. For the God of my father, he said, was mine help, and delivered me from the sword of Pharaoh. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, came with his sons and his wife unto Moses into the wilderness, where he encamped at the Mount of God. And he said unto Moses, I, thy father-in-law Jethro, am come unto thee, and thy wife and her two sons with her. And Moses went out to meet his father-in-law, and did obeisance, and kissed him. And they asked each other of their welfare, and they came into the tent. And Moses told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done unto Pharaoh, and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake, and all the travail that had come upon them by way, and how the Lord delivered them. And Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness which the Lord had done to Israel, whom he had delivered out of the hands of the Egyptians. And Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord who hath delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of Pharaoh, who hath delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods. For in the thing wherein they dealt proudly, he was above them. And Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, took a burnt offering and sacrifices for God. And Aaron came, and all the elders of Israel, to eat bread with Moses' father-in-law before God. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood by Moses from the morning unto the evening. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, what is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou, thou thyself alone, and all the people stand by thee from morning unto even? And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God. When they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another, and I do make them know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, the thing that thou doest is not good. That will surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee, for this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. Hearken now unto my voice. I will give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. Be thou for the people to God ward, that thou mayest bring the causes unto God and thou shalt teach them the ordinances and laws, and shalt show them the way wherein they must walk, and the work that they must do. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, such as fear God, men of truth, having covet covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands, and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens, and let them judge the people at all seasons. And it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and they shall bear the burden with thee. If thou shalt do this thing, and God command thee so, 
Then thou shalt be able to endure, and all this people shall also go to their place in peace. So Moses hearkened to the voice of his father-in-law, and did all that he had said. And Moses chose able men out of all Israel, and made them heads over the people, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. And they judged the people at all seasons, the hard causes they brought on to Moses, but every small matter they judged themselves. And Moses let his father-in-law depart, and he went his way into his own land. Chapter 19. In the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai, where they were departed from Ephidium, and were come into the desert of Sinai, and had pitched in the wilderness, and there Israel camped before the mount. And Moses went up unto God. And the Lord called him out of the mountain, saying, Thus shalt thou say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel, Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, and how I bear you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests, and a holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. And Moses came and called for the elders of the people and laid before their faces all the words which the Lord commanded him. And all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord hath spoken, we will do. And Moses returned the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. And Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go unto the people, and sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes and be ready again the third day. For the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of the people on Palin Mount Sinai. And thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves that ye go not up into the mountain, or touch the border of it. Whosoever toucheth the mountain shall be surely put to death. There shall not a hand touch it, but he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it be beast or man, it shall not live. When the trumpet soundeth long, they shall come up to the mount. And Moses went down from the mount onto the people and sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said unto the people, Be ready against the third day. Come not at your wives. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings, and a thick cloud upon the mount, and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud, so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the nether part of the mount. And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire. And the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him by a voice. And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mount, and the Lord Moses called Moses up to the top of the mount, and Moses went up. 
And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. And let the priests also which come near to the Lord sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break forth upon them. And Moses said unto the Lord, The people cannot come up to the Mount Sinai, for thou chargest us, saying, Set bounds about the mountain, sanctify it. And the Lord said unto him now, Away, get thee down, and thou shalt come up, thou and Aaron with thee. But let not the priests and the people break through to come up unto the Lord, lest he break forth upon them. So Moses went down unto the people and spake unto them. Chapter 20 And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought me thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the inequity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that take his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But in the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his manservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And all the people saw the thunderings and the lightnings and the noise of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they removed and stood afar off. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us and we will hear. But let not God speak with us lest we die. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God has come to prove you that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. And the people stood afar off, and Moses drew near unto the thick darkness where God was. And the Lord said unto Moses, Thus thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, Ye have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. Ye shall not make with me gods of silver, Neither shall ye make unto you gods of gold. An altar of earth thou shalt make unto me. 
and shalt sacrifice thereon thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings, thy sheep and thine oxen. In all places where I record my name, I will come unto thee and I will bless thee. And if that will make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone. For if thou lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast polluted it. Neither shall thou go up by the steps unto mine altar, that thy nakedness be not discovered thereon. And it's too much for one man to judge an entire people. It's not too much for an angel to judge an entire people. But who judges the angel? Remember that judgments come from God and no one else. Do not presume to judge your fellow man. That is God's purview and God's place to appoint the judges for people. We will all be judged. Wash your clothes, clean your raiments, get yourself prepared. God will come on the third day, as we just read. Maybe Sunday. Be ready. The time is upon us. The day of awakening, the day of judgment. That day is coming. So. Be prepared. Liana's coming up next, about five minutes here, pretty much as soon as I finish. She should be back today looking all gussied up. 9.05 Eastern on Pilled.net and Rumble. And Vince is coming with morning coffee at 11.30. It's always fun. And then, of course, Mick and I will be back tonight, 5.45 for the pre-show. 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. No guests tonight, just a regular <laughs> regular news show, if we ever have a regular news show. And then, of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning for the good book. If you've missed any of these, I am putting them out on my Substack, archangelsamongus.substack.com. Go check that out. And don't forget, of course, you can always go to electrofreedom.com. Use promo code WOLFPACK. Save 20% on your order of Electro Freedom Electroculture Antennas to grow your own food. What are you going to do when you have nothing to eat? And you have to grow food fast and big. Use Electroculture. So, y'all, as our friend Wood Tick Mike says, don't just have a great day. Make it a great day. And I will see y'all later. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse 
is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. Good morning, friends. How's everyone doing today? Hmm. I don't see Edward. Edward, Edward, you give me a frequency this morning. Where are you at, love? Edward, what do you want to listen to this morning? I'm thinking some 528. How do you feel about that? Hmm. Okay. Bringing positive transformation, healing your golden chakra, 528. There we go. And I'm going to apologize in advance because, uh, Liana, I'm going to cut into your show a little bit this morning, but just like your hour-long intro, so whatever. You know, yesterday when I came in here, and of course this helped, but yesterday when I came in here, I was, I was literally shaking. I was so wound up. I, I can't even begin to tell you. And I'm much better today. Sometimes I need a day or two without a visit to decompress, understand everything that's been told to me, especially when there's new information. And then this morning, very strange, um, had to get up a little earlier than normal because uh, kid had to go to school and take a test. I'm going to pick him up after this because, you know, it is the global day of jihad. So let's not put the kids in school. I let the little one sleep in, but big test, kid had to take it. So chopped him off early, came back, set up the show, and I go into Rumble. And the very first thing on my feed is a prophetic message from someone who had two followers and I was not one of them, never seen this man before. So I listened to it as I was setting up the show. If y'all notice, I set it up early this morning instead of popping it in at like 
It was up at like 7.15. And uh, I listened to it and it was obviously put there for me to hear. I mean, in my feed at that time. Almost word for word what I've been told. And sometimes when I start to doubt, I start to think, Fuck, maybe I'm just crazy. Something like this happens. This validation, the signs. So I'm going to play it for y'all after we do our normal thing. So we're going to go about 15, 20 minutes late. So just letting you know. Because I have a little time. They actually came and picked up my truck to bring it in or mixed truck to bring it in for an oil change. I didn't even know they did that because they never offered it before. But they're like, yeah, we'll come and pick it up and then we'll bring it back. Oh, okay. Cool beans. I mean, I don't have to go anywhere. But I do have to wait for Heather to get here so that I can go pick up the kid from school. So have a little extra time. So anyway, start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for continually proving to me that you're real. Even when I have the slightest doubt. Thank you for my amazing husband and my beautiful children and my animals and my chickens and my roosters who woke me up this morning but didn't alert me that the person was here to pick up the truck. I hope they do a better job today. Thank you for keeping us all safe and secure in your presence today and every day. Thank you for life. Every day, thank you for life. So. If you remember yesterday, <clears throat> Moses brought the Hebrew people to the mountain of the Lord and was told, you can't judge everyone. It's too much for one man. We need to appoint judges. So they did that. And then the Lord, the Lord God, starts to lay out, as I put it here, the shalls and the shall nots. So the second book of Moses called Exodus. Chapter 21. Now these are the judgments which thou shalt set before them. If thou buy a Hebrew servant, six years he shall serve, and in the seventh he shall go out free for nothing. And if he came in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he were married, then his wife shall go out with him. If his master have given him a wife, and she have borne him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and she go out he shall go out by himself. And if the servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go out free, then his master shall bring him onto the judges. He shall also bring him to the door or onto the doorpost. And his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. And if a man sell his daughter to be a maidservant, she shall not go out as the men servants do. If she please not her master, who he hath 
who hath betrothed her to himself, then shall he let her be redeemed. To sell her unto a strange nation he shall have no power, seeing he hath dealt deceitfully with her. And if he hath betrothed her unto his son, he shall deal with her after the manner of daughters. If he take him another wife, her food, her raiment, and her duty of marriage, shall he not diminish. And if he do not these three unto her, then she shall go out free without money. He that smiteth a man so that he die shall be surely put to death. And if a man lie not in wait, but God deliver him into his hand, then I will appoint thee a place whither he shall flee. But if a man come presumptuously upon his neighbor to slay him with guile, thou shalt take him from mine altar that he may die. And he that smiteth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. And he that stealeth a man or selleth him, or if he be found in his hand, he shall surely, shall surely be put to death. And he that curseth his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. And if men strive together and one smite another with a stone or with his fist, and he die not but keepeth his bed, if he rise again and walk abroad upon his staff, then shall he that smote him be quit. Only he shall pay for the loss of his time and shall cause him to be thoroughly healed. And if a man smite his servant or his maid with a rod and he die under his hand, he shall be surely punished. Notwithstanding, if he continue a day or two, he shall not be punished, for he is his money. If men strive and hurt a woman with child, so that her fruit depart from her, and yet no mischief follow, he shall be surely punished according as the woman's husband will lay upon him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. And if any mischief follow, then thou shalt give a life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe. And if a man smite the eye of his servant or the eye of his maid that it perish, he shall let him go free for his eye's sake. And if he smite out his manservant's tooth or his maidservant's tooth, he shall let him go free for his tooth's sakes. If an ox gore a man or a woman that they die, then the ox shall be surely stoned and his flesh shall not be eaten, but the owner of the ox shall be quit. But if the ox were wont to, punt, to push with his horn in time past, and it hath been testified to his owner, and he hath not kept him in, but he hath killed a man or a woman, the ox shall be stoned, and his owner shall also be put to death. If there be laid on him a sum of money, then he shall give for the ransom of his life whatsoever is laid upon him. Whether he have gored a son or have gored a daughter, according to this judgment shall it be done unto him. If the ox shall push a manservant or a maidservant, he shall give unto thy ma their master thirty shekels of silver, and the ox shall be stoned. And if a man shall open a pit, or if a man shall dig a pit, and not cover it, and an ox or an ass fall therein, the owner of the pit shall make it good, and give money unto the owner of them. And the dead beast shall be his. And if one man's ox hurts another, that he die, then they shall sell the live ox and divide the money of it and the dead ox also they shall divide. Or if it be known that the ox hath used to push in time past and his owner 
have not kept him in, he shall surely pay for an ox, and the dead shall be his own. Chapter 22. If a man shall steal an ox or a sheep and kill it or sell it, he shall restore five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. If a thief be found breaking up and be smitten that he die, there shall no blood be shed for him. And if the sun be risen upon him, there shall be blood shed for him, for he should make full restitution. If he have nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. If the theft be certainly found in his hand alive, whether it be ox or ass or sheep, he shall restore double. If a man shall cause a field or vineyard to be eaten and shall put in his beast and shall feed in another man's field of the best of his own field and of the best of his own vineyard, shall he make restitution. If fire break out and catch in thorns so that the stacks of corn or the standing corn or the field be consumed therewith, that he kindled the fire shall surely make restitution. If a man shall deliver unto his neighbor money or stuff to keep, and it be stolen out of the man's house, if the thief be found, let him pay double. If the thief be not found, then the master of the house shall be brought unto the judges to see whether he have put his hand onto his neighbor's goods. For all manner of trespass, whether it be for ox, for ass, for sheep, for raiment, or for any manner of lost thing, which another challengeth to be his, the cause of both parties shall come before the judges, and whom the judges shall condemn, he shall pay double unto his neighbor. If a man deliver unto his neighbor an ass, or an ox, or a sheep, or any beast to keep, and it die, or be hurt, or driven away, no man seeing it, then shall an oath of the Lord be between them both, that he hath not put out his hand unto his neighbor's goods, and the owner of it shall accept thereof, and he shall not make it good. And if it be stolen from him, he shall make restitution unto the owner thereof. If it be torn in pieces, then let him bring it for witness, and he shall not make good that which was torn. And if a man borrow aught of his neighbor, and it be hurt or die, and the owner thereof being not with it, he shall surely make it good. But if the owner thereof be with it, he shall not make it good. If it be a hired thing, it came for his hire. And if a man entice a man that is not betrothed, and lie with her, he shall surely endow her to be his wife. If her father utterly refuse to give her unto him, he shall pay money according to the dowry of virgins. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Whosoever lieth with a beast shall surely be put to death. He that sacrificeth unto any god, save unto the Lord only, he shall be utterly destroyed. Thou shalt neither vex a stranger nor oppress him, for ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Ye shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. If thou afflict them in any wise and they cry at all unto me, I will surely hear their cry, and my wrath shall wax hot, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives shall be widows and your children fatherless. If thou lend any money, to any of my people that is poor by thee, thou shalt not be to him as an usurer, neither shalt thou lay upon him usury. If thou at all take thy neighbor's raiment to pledge, thou shalt deliver it unto him by that the sun goeth down, for that is his covering only. It is his raiment for his skin. Wherein shall he sleep? And it shall come to pass, 
when he crieth unto me that I will hear, for I am gracious. Thou shalt not revile the gods, nor curse the ruler of thy people. Thou shalt not delay to offer the first of thy ripe fruits, and of thy liquors, the firstborn of thy sons shalt thou give unto me. Likewise shalt thou do with thine oxen and with thy sheep. Seven days it shall be with his dam, and on the eighth day thou shalt give it to me. And ye shall be holy men unto me. Neither shall ye eat any flesh that is torn of beasts in the field. Ye shall cast it to the dogs. Thou shalt not raise a false report. Put not thine hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil, neither shalt thou speak in a cause to decline after many to rest judgment, neither shalt thou countenance a poor man in his cause. If thou meet thine enemy's ox or his ass going astray, thou shalt surely bring it back to him again. If thou see the ass of him that hatcheth thee lying under his burden, and wouldest forbear to help him, thou shalt surely help with him. Thou shalt not rest the judgment of thy poor in his cause. Keep thee far from a false matter, and the innocent and righteous slay thou not. For I will not justify the wicked. And thou shalt take no gift, for the gift blindeth the wise, and the perverteth the words of the righteous. Also thou shalt not oppress a stranger, for ye know the heart of a stranger, seeing ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. And six years thou shalt sow thy land, and shalt gather in the fruits thereof. But the seventh year thou shalt let it rest and lie still, that the poor of thy people may eat, and what they leave the beasts of the field shall eat. In like manner thou shalt deal with thy vineyards and with thy olive yard. Six days thou shalt do work, and on the seventh day thou shalt rest, that thine ox and thine ass may rest. And the son of thy handmaid and the stranger may be refreshed. And in all things that I have said unto you, be circumspect. And make no mention of the name of other gods. Neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. Three times thou shalt keep a feast unto me in the year. Thou shalt keep the feast of unleavened bread. Thou shalt eat unleavened bread seven days as I commanded thee in the time appointed of the moon Abib. For in it thou camest out from Egypt, and none shall appear before me empty. And in the feast of harvest, the first fruits of thy labors, which thou hast sown in the field, and in the feast of ingathering, which is in the end of the year, when thou hast gathered in thy labors out of the field, three times in the year all thy males shall appear before the Lord God. They shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leavened bread, neither shall the fat of my sacrifice remain until the morning. But the first of the first fruits of thy land shalt thou bring into the house of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not see the kid in his mother's milk. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions. For my name is in him. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. For mine angel shall go before thee 
and bring thee in onto the Amorites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites, the Hivites and the Jebusites, and I will cut them off. Thou shalt not bow down to their gods, nor serve them, nor do after their works, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them and quite break down their images. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. I will send my fear before thee, and will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. And I will make all thine enemies turn their backs unto thee. And I will send hornets before thee, which shall drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite from before thee. I will not drive them out from before thee in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field multiply against thee. By little and little I will drive them out from before thee until thou be increased and inherit the land. And I will set thy bounds from the Red Sea even unto the Sea of the Philistines and from the desert unto the river. For I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and thou shalt drive them out before thee. Thou shalt make no covenant with them, nor with their gods. They shall not dwell in thy land, lest they make thee sin against me. For if thou serve their gods, it will surely be a snare unto thee. <clears throat> And that is where almost all of our rules for society and life and laws come from. All of that right there. And yet, we have stopped obeying those rules, those very basic rules. And we were told that he would send his angel to keep the way and we've stopped listening to him where did it go there it is so this is what i watched this morning that i want to share with you i don't know this man i've never seen him before although he does look a little familiar There you go. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm back and uh, I do have a message to share today. This is a message that the Lord gave me just this morning. Um, and so there's some urgency, I guess, to sharing this message with you. Um, some people have asked me how the Lord has spoken to me, how I've received the messages that I've received. And so today um, I'm going to share that with you. Um, I'm not sharing any of this stuff for myself or for my own gain or for my own fame or for Internet likes or for anything else. Um, I'm, I'm only doing this 
and I, to be honest, I feel a little bit grieved in trying to do this. Um, I'm only doing this because the Lord gave these messages to me and told me to share them. Um, and he's told me that if I don't share them, he will give them to somebody else to share. And um, being faithful to the Lord is the most important thing to me. Um, I've been in ministry for almost 20 years. I lived overseas for much of that time. Um, came back to the States a few years ago. And since last year, the Lord has been speaking to me. Um, but from Easter is when the messages that he told me to put out began. When this first began, um, to be honest, it seemed a, a, a little bit crazy to me. Very supernatural, not something I'm used to in my tradition or in my background. Um, I'm a I'm a Bible believing, born again Christian. Um, I'm quite conservative in my view of the Scripture, I would say. Um, and so when these things began, it was. Uh, inexplicable, unusual, different from anything that I had ever experienced before. Um, you know, to be honest, I've been doubtful of prophetic ministry in the past. Um, I've considered it to be quite dubious. And so for this to happen to me in the way that it's happened has been quite unusual. Um, there are times that I thought I was going crazy there are times I think my wife thought I was going crazy um, or that maybe I have something wrong with my brain. Um, the Lord led us through this process to do an inquiry, to ask. He, he named specific a specific man for me to go to. Um, and I went to that man and brought him all of the materials that the Lord had spoken to me and asked him to review them, to pray through them to see if there was some conflict or contradiction with the scripture, anything that would invalidate it. Um, and I also sought out other men uh, for wise counsel in this, gave them the entire entirety of the messages and asked them to read and review them. Um, and the consensus of, of all of that inquiry was that these words were from the Lord. And that's the testimony of my heart the whole time is that it's been from the Lord. Um, and so, uh, so that's why I have felt liberty to release it, even at whatever personal cost there might be associated with that. Um, so I'm going to play for you a message, the message that the Lord gave me this morning. When the Lord has spoken through me, um, he told me that I could record it. We, we wrote some of the messages down, my wife and I. I had heard transcribe things. Um, but uh, the other times we recorded it on voice memos on the phone. And um, so I'm going to play for you what the Lord spoke to me this morning. Um, I'm not trying to say that this is anything I'm not making a declaration that, you know, the end is coming by Friday or setting dates or setting times or, or anything like that. I'm, I'm only 
giving you what the Lord has given me um, because he told me to to put it out. So um, so here it is. Um, I'm just going to deliver it just as it was given to me. And um, I encourage you, if you haven't looked at the other videos that I posted, then go to the channel, look at the other videos and, you know, like them and send them out to other people and, and do whatever we can do to get this message out. It's the Lord's message. I think that he wants it out. Um, I believe that he wants it out. And um, yeah, that's all I got. So here's the message. My Lord, the Holy One of Israel. With the hope of every man. I will speak. There is a shake. I have declared it. A shaking of foundations. <sighs> but those who trust in me. Shall not be moved. I am the only hope of nations. Turn to me, no nations, and be saved. This wicked generation will not stand. For I have declared judgment on the nations who oppose me, who oppose my people. Who oppose my name? Well, I will come with great power. You will see my mighty hand at work 
Ivo. Watch for me. Breathe. Oh, chosen servants. Listen. And meet my work. Release. My message. Do not hold it. Do not fear. It is testimony to me. It is a testimony to those who love my name. Who are called according to my purpose to wake the sleeper from his sleep, to move feet to action. To prepare my warriors for my coming day. Tell them the day is coming soon when I will abide this wicked generation no longer. I have heard the cries of the captives. Those who linger in bondage, I will not leave them. I will set the captives free. I will tear down the gates which hold I will break the chains which bind me, for I am the Lord. They are mine. You will see. The heavens open and the sun of men come with his host. <laughs> Look for me. For I am coming soon.
repent and return to me while there is yet time. This is my word declared as I have given it to you. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. You see what I mean? He's obviously having a similar experience, ongoing experience to what Mick and I have going on. I think it's interesting, though, that he was given permission to record it because that one time I recorded it, I kind of did it sneaky. I got in trouble. However... The message is the same. And that was a month ago. A month ago. I am telling you right now, today, to repent and return to the Lord. Today. The time is now. There is no more time left. You must repent now because very soon, very, very, very soon, we will all see God. We will all know God, whether you believe in him right now or not. Be on the right side. You can lie to yourself. You can lie to everyone else, but you cannot lie to God. So. I'm going to play that again tonight too, obviously on the Patriot Party podcast, because not as many people watch this as watch that. And I think it's really important. Know that the time is at hand. The time is nigh. The time is upon us. These are the things that I've been told, Mick has been told in the last few days. Those exact phrases. The time is at hand. The time is nigh. The time is upon us. God is coming back. And he is not happy. We have broken all of the rules that we just read. All of them. And now the fatherless children and the widows are crying out to him all over the world. And he hears it. 
and he is not happy. So repent. Do not fear. Repent. Put on the armor of God and get ready. The day of awakening is almost here. And on that day, we will all be warriors, either for God or against God. Be for God. So, Liana's show's already started. I did say I was going to cut into it a little bit. Sorry, Liana. So go watch that. She'll be going all day. If you need a break from her anger or from movies or whatever, Vince comes on at 1130 for morning coffee. And uh, we'll be back tonight for the Patriot Party podcast. At 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the regular show. Then, of course, Freedom Gardens tomorrow at 1. And uh, tomorrow morning, I'm actually doing an interview with Charlie Robinson on his radio program. But I have no idea what the link is, so I will post it in the Telegram when that happens. So, y'all have a wonderful day. Get ready. Time is now. We are almost to the end of this time, but remember there is no end. Keep moving forward. Do not fear. And I'll see you on the flip side. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpents oh, one day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you Swallow, just digested. Suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. 
Deflected by some breaking news Oh, we just accepted Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective Don't question their objective But I got a lot of questions How these kids molested but nobody's been arrested Credit in the testament These children are protected So I'm fighting all these terrorists Both foreign and domestic Refuse to be directed Blind, not a sheep Only kneel to my God So I'm dying on my feet uh, Silence when we speak But there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full I'm optimistic People are sadistic So vicious and malicious Praying for assistance To overcome my position Or I'm gonna start resisting And then I pray for forgiveness This puppet show stays on because of you fools We've been dancing with the devil way too long I know it's fun but get ready to pay your dues Oh God, come back home This crazy world is
I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier.